Let's talk some New York Mets. Sunday, May 15th, we lose to the Seattle Mariners. Our record goes to 23-13. and 13. We also suffer our first series loss of the 2022 season. We lost Friday night. We win on Saturday. We go down on Sunday with a fight, though. Um, and that's kind of what I want to talk about. You know, these these Mets, you know, at the end, by the end of next week, we would have played, uh, what, about 40 games. So that's a third of the season. Um, and as, at, at this point, I think it's safe to say that 23 and 13 is not an accident. Okay, I think the Mets have found different ways to win. Whether it be shutting out opponents six times this season, by the way. The Mets have shut out another team. Whether it's late game, late, uh, you know, ninth inning comebacks down by whatever, five runs, down by six runs. Whether it's two out hidden. Whether it's, uh, you know... Moving runners over, whether it's hitting against the shift, mainly Jeff McNeil. He's done an excellent job of that. Whether it's the bullpen, the Mets are just finding ways to win. And, you know, again, 23 and 13, that, that record is, is not by accident at this point. I think I think we've seen enough. Okay? And when you go through all the statistical categories... In Major League Baseball, as a team, the Mets are up there, okay? They're in the top 10 around the majors. Not in all, but in, in most, in a lot of them. And they're about in the top five, top seven in just the National League alone. Like, you know, I was going back and forth on Twitter with somebody, um, you know, because obviously... The Mets bullpen has not been uh, pitching that well these past few games. And, you know, I, I know that we live in a world that it's what have you done for me lately. But again, I go back to the record and to, to everything else that I've said prior to this. The Mets have won diff in different ways. And, you know, with timely hitting, with starting pitching... And bullpen is really what has gotten us up to this point. Like, our bullpen has been pretty damn strong. Yeah, it hasn't been great or it hasn't been what it's been before these past four or five games or whatever. But, I mean, I don't think we would be 23 and 13, you know. So, we got to give credit to the bullpen. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm... I'm looking forward to the rest of the season. I think the Mets uh, have shown me that they are going to battle all the way from the beginning of the game all the way to the ninth inning. And compared to what we've seen in the past, 
in, in recent years. Today, you know, we, we lose 8-7, but today was the type of game, and, and we've had t- these type of games before this season, that in prior seasons, we, we lay down. We would have changed the channel. But I think this team has shown us, uh, has given us a reason not to change the channel when it's the sixth inning, seventh inning, eighth inning, and we're down five runs. They've they've given us a reason not to change the channel. So, um, uh, you know, a lot of credit goes to Buck Showalter and and the, the players. You know what I mean? Um, and obviously, you know, there's t- still some concern to me around the team, especially when it comes to uh, Dom Smith and J.D. Davis. We can't. I don't know how much longer the Mets plan on, you know, keeping these guys around or, you know, I don't know what the Mets are going to do, but they need to do something because Dom Smith and J.D. Davis, although Davis did have a triple uh, in today's game against the Mariners, uh, but I mean, overall, you know, batting around 200 is just not going to cut it from the D.H. position, Um, you know. Just, it's an issue. It's going to be an issue. It, it kind of really kills uh, how deep the, the lineup is. You know what I'm saying? Like, if they were, if one of those guys was, was batting 230, I mean, that, that would make a huge difference. So, the Mets really need to figure out what they want to do with Dom Smith and J.D. Davis because we released uh, Cano. We, we, you know, to keep these two guys and they're just just as bad. You know what I'm saying? So something needs to be done. I'm usually not the guy that says in the middle of May, hey, call up this guy. You know, I kind of save that more for, you know, around June. But at this point, you know, I would heavily consider uh, calling up Mark Vientos, you know, from Syracuse. Um He's 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 on the forty man. So obviously, at some point this season, they plan on. But b- before the season started, they already had in mind that they, they were probably going to call up Viento. So uh, I think a good time would be right now, you know, or sooner than later, maybe towards the end of May. I don't know, but I, I something needs to be done. Viento's has uh, started off. A little slow in April. He's come around here in May. Uh, his last six games, he's eight for twenty-two. He's got four home runs and seven RBIs. Um, strikeouts is really an issue for Vientos. He's he's striking out uh, through a hundred plate appearances, thirty percent of the time. So that's really high. Um, and his defense is is a little shaky too. But at this point, you know, you you call up a kid like that. Who might you know? Might be a little hungry, you know. To to and I mean, we we need to see how he, uh, how he performs. You know what I mean? He's probably our you know most ready major league, uh, you know, prospect down at the farm. So I say bring him up right now. It can't be any worse than what Davis and Dom Smith 
are are doing for us at the major league level. You know what I'm saying? Like I was all for the Eric Hosmer, Chris Paddock, uh, for Dom Smith trade, and um, you know we all decided. The Mets decided to keep him. There was an outrage on Mets Twitter. God forbid we let Dom Smith go. Well, we fucking kept him. And he's not even getting many at-bats. He's not getting a lot of playing time. And he and the, the times that he is getting playing time, he's not really making the most of it. So I would like to see Vientos up. I would like to see what you know what he has. I mean... It's worth a shot at this point, is what I'm trying to say. Um, one guy that did get the call up, but that was only because Tyler uh, McGill goes to the IL is Colin Holderman. Um, hey, however it is that you get called up, or for whatever reason you get the call up, I'm sure it's pretty exciting for Holderman. Uh, in nine games in Triple A, he's one and 2.92 ERA. 12 and a third innings pitch, 13 strikeouts, and three base on balls. Uh, remember, Holderman had a pretty good spring training. We're talking a six-foot right-handed pitcher. Um, he, he, uh, he changed his mechanics a lot. Had Tommy John surgery. So it, whatever, he, whatever adjustments he made seemed to have worked. He's got a 27% strikeout rate, 6% walk rate, and a 61% ground ball rate. I really like those numbers, especially, I'm assuming he's going to be a bullpen guy um, because Peterson will probably fill in for McGill to start, right? That's, I imagine that's how it would be. Um, so the, and, and also the Mets have... You know, pretty high, high thoughts of Holderman. So, interested to see how Holderman uh, pitches for us. I can't wait. Uh, back to the and I I have this written down here. I'm a pen and pad guy. Okay, so um, the Mets. You know, back to the Mets bullpen. Just to put it in perspective, okay, their ranks in the National League only. They're sixth in the RA. They got the fourth most strikeouts, six fewest base on balls, second lowest batting average against with 211 behind the Dodgers. They're tied for third in holds and they're first in strikeouts per nine innings. So again, let's let's remember we're 36 games deep. And, I, you know, the last four or five games, the bullpen hasn't played too well. But, I mean, shit, they've, they've done well all season long, all right? So, a lot of credit to them, uh, to the bullpen, for for us being where we're at. A uh, good challenge here, these next few games, we play the Cardinals and I believe the Rockies and the Giants. The Cardinals are at home, the Rockies and the Giants are out west so get ready to stay up late for these West Coast games that I dearly hate. But they got to be played. And uh, all we got to do is watch. <laughs> A lot easier said than done. The Cardinals are next. They're second in the NL Central. 5-5 five and five in their last 10. 
Nolan Arenado comes into this series a little cold. He's batting 160, five strikeouts, no walks in his last seven games. While Brendan Donovan comes in pretty hot in the last seven games, batting 462. Uh, he's 6-13, four RBIs, five runs. Should be very interesting. There's going to be a lot of boos against Arenado. We all know what happened last time in Seattle and uh, St. Louis. If you ask me, Arenado is a great first baseman. He's a great baseball player, but he's a pussy. You get hit, and you tell the pitcher to bring it. No, you got hit. You bring it to the pitcher. So the fact that he didn't charge the mound makes Arenado a pussy. So now we're in New York City, and we welcome the St. Louis Cardinals. I'm not really scared of the St. Louis Cardinals. I'm really not. I like Goldschmidt. I like Arenado. Uh, you know, Molina's Molina. Pujols is old and fat and slow. I'm not really worried about him. I don't think their pitching is that great. Um, so I think we should be able to to uh, win this series against the Cardinals. Hopefully we do. Hopefully we do because, you know, going out west, it feels like the Mets always have issues. It's just, it's, they never have good West Coast trips. So let's see what happens. Um, and a little bit around the National League East, the, uh, the Phillies just finished blowing another one. Um, but they did take three out of four from the Dodgers. Very impressive. They've scored a shitload of runs here. I think they've uh, they've scored around forty five runs here in the last uh, seven games or some shit like that. Like their offense is really coming around. They're they're starting to hit. Uh, Bryce Harper can't throw a baseball, but he's playing DH and he's batting like six hundred uh, this past week. So. He's really, uh, you know, finding his stride. The Phillies are playing a little better. We still have a five and a half game lead on the Phillies. The Braves are third. I believe they're around the same five and a half. Uh, they lost today to the um, to the Padres. Not worried about the Nationals. We just took a series from them. Um, and the Marlins are only good when they face the Mets unfortunately but uh that's pretty much um just real quick I'm, I'm thinking about rebranding this whole thing you know renaming this um this podcast or whatever you want to call it show uh even thinking about rebranding on Twitter so so hang tight I, I really I'm looking for a new name I, I kind of want to get away from from my current account at Raw Uncut Sports um I really want to start engaging a little more with uh, with everybody on Twitter. I enjoy the app. I enjoy the banter and all that. Um, so we'll see where I go with that. But uh, look, if you're a Mets fan, there's a lot to look forward to. This is a marathon. This is a long season, 162 games. If you're going to fucking freak out over an 8-7 loss to the Seattle Mariners, uh, you know, our first loss in 10 series... If you're going to freak out about that in the middle of May, then um, 
I don't know how you're going to handle the latter part of the season, all right? So there's a lot to look forward to. The Mets are playing well. They're playing a lot better. They're playing with some heart. They're playing with some with some guts. You know what I mean? They're playing with some guts. The same way Buck Showalter managed today with some guts by taking out Carlos Carrasco because Carlos Carrasco simply did not have his stuff. Now, Carrasco has pitched well all season long. Surprisingly to me, because I thought he was going to bomb. Buck Walter made a managerial decision to pull him. No shame in that. He probably could have gone. Knowing that there's a bullpen game Monday versus the Cardinals. And I believe he took out Carrasco with about 77, maybe 80 pitches in what, the fifth? Right, because he went out with one out, runner on set. He was around 77 pitch. He could have easily left him in there. Easily could have left him in there to maybe get the third out, the second and third out in the fifth, and maybe a little bit of the sixth. But he said no. And what happened? We came back and, you know, we ended up taking the lead at some point in the game. So, um,. That alone should give us Mets fans some damn hope that we have a manager who knows how to manage, okay, and is not playing analytics like Kevin Cash did in the freaking World Series when Blake Snell was mowing down the freaking Dodgers. You know what I mean? So uh, I'm very thankful for Buck Showalter. You should be too. Thank you for tuning in. Catch me on the next one. I'm going to try to pump these out a little more frequently. Been a little busy with life and shit like that, but I always have time to watch the Mets, and uh, I love talking Mets, so hopefully we'll get to chat it up pretty soon.